And we are back with another edition of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I am Kevin, here alongside my sister, Mare Bear. What's up, everybody? And this week we are talking about episodes 11 and 12 of The Office's seventh season, Classy Christmas Part 1 and Part 2. Yes. Now... Let's clarify. Yeah, Because last for it. week we were kind of like... We are on the fence Is this another it. situation where Netflix, you know, took the reins and was like, fuck you guys, we're going <laughs> to separate all of these into two parts. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. So it wasn't until I sat down this week. Like, we looked it up, I think, at af- right after we finished recording last time. And then this morning I went to sit down and rewatch the episodes and I went... Oh shit! Part two is only eighteen minutes. This yeah, is and the first one's twenty-five. Split. So, and yeah. get, guess who got to cover the first one? <laughs> but um, yeah, so this is basically, I guess, played as one episode on television. Yeah. But for our purposes, the way they are on Netflix, which is, I believe, the way most people are watching it with us. Yeah. It is two parts. So that's how we're going to do it here on the show. <laughs> so before we start off, Bear, do you have uh, notes for what we covered last week on the show? <laughs> yes, I do. So uh, last week we covered Wolf. Dot yeah. com. I forgot about that. Where actually. Ryan's fail or well Ryan's um, creation, His if social you will, media site. Yeah, yeah uh, Wolf got an offer from Washington University, and basically the people in the office who did invest were pressuring him to sell, but Michael held out, um, and that's basically the whole. Yeah, that's the long and short of it. Yeah, um, Dwight created Hay Place in the parking lot, ignored Angela and her quote-unquote, needs. <laughs> and she met a gentleman in the parking lot. It was very charming. Swashbuckling. Yes. Yeah. And uh, he's single. His wife had passed away, so Angela's looking to get her claws up in there. <laughs> up in there. Up okay. in there. Hot image. Um, and in the end, Michael puts so much pressure on Ryan that he cracks and he ends up selling the company. Which Michael Oh, that's just that one episode. On. Yeah, that's just oh, one episode. okay. What's the second episode? The second episode is China. Oh, that's right. Where uh, Michael reads one Newsweek article, and him and Oscar, Mr. Actually, yeah. get into a debate, and everybody is making fun of Oscar by saying Michael's obviously smarter than him, mm-hmm. which everybody knows is untrue, but Oscar still takes the need to... They're fucking um, with Oscar. Yeah, essentially. Um, also... Um, Dwight being landlord has officially kicked into full gear. He's put the lights on timers where, like, if you don't move, the lights go out. Mm. He's, uh, taken the toilet paper down to half a ply. <laughs> Which um, I, I could just imagine. You take it off and your thumb goes yeah, through right. it. Like... <laughs> um, and let's see what else. Oh, Nate is just, like, the star of this He's episode. cool, yeah. He's Nate's a cool. gem. Um, but, uh, da, 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 Pam fakes finding a new office building so that Dwight can put all the changes back. Apparently he's been cutting the tampons in half. <laughs> um, I don't know who's the unlucky one to not get the string. <laughs> but <image. laughs> But then he actually cracks because Pam has like an existential crisis about not being able to be successful be good at, at anything. <laughs> yeah. And he gives her the answer. And so he's like, she, I, I do not have any sympathy for her. Mm. I want that noted. And yeah, no, he let her win and he cut down the roach <laughs> billboard <laughs> oh, on yeah. the side of the building. The giant like gas thing they put yeah. over. All right. And that's that. Yeah. So, all that right. brings us to season seven, episode 11, 7-11. Yep. Classy Christmas part, party. 
part or I'm sorry, classics. <laughs> Classy Christmas. Oh, Classy Christmas Part One. That's the one. And it starts Thank God off. I'm not doing it. Speak of the devil. This one starts off with Nate. Yes. As there, he's taking the photo outside of the uh, office or the Dunder Mifflin Christmas card. Mm-hmm. So they get one, and then everybody's like, "Oh, it's cold. Let's go inside." Everybody's freezing, and they're all overacting. Yeah. Like you could like, "Ooh, this is what you do when you're cold." Like you could <laughs> tell these people live in L.A. And um, like. Michael's like, oh, no, let's take one fun one. So yeah. Jim's like, okay, everybody, Charlie's Angel pose. They, like, do the One thing. Charlie's Angel yeah. pose. They all do the thing with the gun. And then that's when, like, Kevin's like, well, why don't we do this? And he wants to do, like, the honeymooners thing. Yeah, honey. Uh, like, she... I'll punch you to the moon. And then yeah. girls are like, let's go shopping. <laughs> so then they, like, they decide we're all going to jump in the air at the same time. That'll be our fun one. Yeah. And they can't do it. And everybody sucks. Everybody Everybody's sucks. all over the place. And then at one point. Nate says, okay, on the count of three. And he starts, three, three, two, one. And, like, everybody's all over the place. They didn't get they didn't get the shot. So I like that That, that was opening. good. It was, that's, like, every family photo with small children ever. so ridiculous. <laughs> I just love the fact they started from three. So the Nate show, must be protected. Well, and he's wearing, like, his... I swear to God, he's wearing the same hoodie as a girl I used to date wore. Like this, you know, one of those hippie hoodies. Oh, it, the it drug lo- rugs. It looks like it smells of patchouli. Uh, <laughs> but, um, oh, I know which girlfriend you're talking about. <laughs> you Very are, distinctive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so Pam, uh, the show proper opens, and Pam got rid of the party planning committee since she's the office admin. Yes. She's like, no more. She's running things. Uh, Mike arrives with Santa, and he expects people to have problems. Yeah. Everybody's happy. I He's, love Anybody drunk yet? Yeah. Not yet. Yeah, Meredith's like, Stanley's happy because they're getting a certain kind of cookie. Nothing, Sugar-free. Yeah, nothing wrong with Andy. Angela's even like, things are good. Yeah, everybody's he's like, happy. He's like, my kids are growing up. This yeah. is great. So he's just happy there's no drama. Kelly comes out, and because she was the corporate, was it the print in all colors? Yeah. Uh, executive minority, in training. Yeah. Minority executive in training. Yeah, she, she got to pick out the corporate gift for the branch yes and D- gabe wanted fleece blankets which are cool uh, and she, i would love a fleece blanket she went with the hello Ki- hello kitty laptop sleeves <laughs> and they are insane and everybody of course is disappointed but yeah. then we see gabe like me and aaron used our blankets and like they yeah. smile at each other and then he does a talking head he's like of course we're still dating why do you always ask like they're just <laughs> why waiting. do you ask me so frequently they're just waiting for the other shoe to drop on that one <laughs> So Daryl does a talking head. Motherfucker's all jacked up because his daughter Jada is coming for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And also, he likes, uh, was it, the iCarly? Oh, yeah. He's like, I T-voted a bunch of her shows that she likes. iCarly, the kid with the camera. He's a cool kid. Yeah, he said something like he he's talks nice. He's got a good nice. voice. Yeah, yeah, something weird. So uh, Jim sees snow. It's snowing outside. And he's yeah. like, oh, look, it's the first snow of the year. And Dwight like makes fun he of him. He goes total douche mode yeah. immediately. Oh, Jim, are you a little girl? You want to get a cup of hot cocoa? Like making fun Tell of him. Tell us all your dreams. And then he says, it's a dusting. It's not even real snow. So we see Jim walk outside, makes a snowball, comes in, and just Dex Dwight in the face. Right in the face. Boom. And everybody starts laughing. It. It's almost like being on the schoolyard again and like the bully does something. Everybody's yeah. like, oh shit, yeah, right. stoop kid. He got him. <laughs> like, it's fucking hilarious. But he, I almost said Oz, but he gets so defensive. <laughs> it is like, Oz. Let's be fair here. He that stands is up and he's like, there was a pebble in there. You could, that could have killed yeah. me. And he demands an apology. Dwight's, or Jim's like, fuck you. Yeah, basically. And Dwight challenges him to a, a snowball on the first snowfall. Yeah, Real the first snowfall. Snow- the first real yeah, snowfall of the year. What? 
Yeah, I was trying to say that, but the words came out. Yeah, you're having a hard time today. Can't wait for your episode. (laughs) So we see Kevin ask Angela if she's bringing her new boyfriend to the party. And she keeps referring to him as the senator. And Kevin and Oscar, like, actually, they keep putting in, they're like, oh, the state senator. Well, I feel like Kevin's just mimicking Oscar. Oh, yeah, He has no idea what the difference between a state and a U.S. senator actually is. And Oscar's, like, just being all catty about it. Yeah, he is. The state senator. Yeah, so Angela does a talking head, and she's like, do you know how many photographers are at a ribbon cutting? Two. And she's like talking. So obviously. Over here, Angela. Angela, over here. I'm assuming a Garrity supermarket opened and he cut the (laughs) ribbon and Angela was all there. So Pam, um, they're about to begin the party in the conference room. And she she pretty much sums up all past Christmas episodes. This is not a place to get blackout drunk or to have some kind of existential crisis. Yeah. Like, and um, that's when Toby has an announcement. Well, I love how they had questions. Oh, yeah. There's like five people raised their hands about yeah. it. And she's like, why are there questions about that? <laughs> so Toby comes up front. He has an announcement. Oh, poor Toby. Why poor Toby? Because of what Michael says to him, but go on. What does Michael say to him? Go ahead. Um... Uh. The sorry sad sack redhead. Did the sa- uh, the boring police ca- uh, catch up to you? Um, death to Toby. Yeah, death, death to, to Toby. Toby. Yeah, death to but, Toby's yeah. the one that stuck out to yeah. me. And Toby's just like Michael. <laughs> but he does it. He does a whole thing about how he is um, going to be doing jury duty, and it's a so high profile case. Yeah, and he's going to be on leave. It's a high profile case. And Holly Flax will be coming in as a temporary replacement. Mm-hmm. And they're like asking him what case it is. And Toby's like, oh, I can't really tell you, but he's, like, touching his neck. He's rubbing the back of his neck. Yeah, and Ryan's like, he's touching his neck. It's the Strangler. It's the Scranton Strangler case. Toby's so popular in this moment. Toby, Toby's quote, I'll be up to my neck in jury duty. And everybody's <laughs> like, oh, shit, Toby. Oh. And that's what Michael's like. That's not even funny. Yeah, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. <laughs> so corporate is sending the temp replacement. It's going to be Holly. Yeah. And that's when Michael lights up. And Aaron's like, who is that? And so Michael's, like, explaining, like, a f- best friend, a former lover, perhaps a future lover yeah. as well. And Creed, go ahead. <laughs> you, I know you want to say it. Creed pipes up. She's one sassy black lady. <laughs> totally <laughs> out of out to lunch. Fucking Creed kills it. So Mike postpones the Christmas party until she arrives, and he starts throwing stuff away. Everybody's freaking out. He says, "I'll pay for the party." Like fuck it. Yeah. We're, we're gonna postpone it until she gets here. Fuck it, we'll do it live. And then he does a talking head where he says he wrote to Joe, he begged for this to happen, yeah. and he thanks the Scranton Strangler for doing this. You took one more person's breath away. <laughs> That's <laughs> so amazing. Fucking awesome. <laughs> um, so then the next day, I'm assuming it is? Yeah, I mean, it has to be the next day. Uh, there's a snowman outside the office, there's decorations out. Mike says it's going to be a cool Christmas party. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing what I would describe as like a Hugh Hefner smoking jacket. Like yeah. a... Like that kind of thing, and like a a nightcap, but it's like a kanga kango hat, but it has the Santa Bob at the bottom. It reminds me of something that Turk from Scrubs would wear. Oh, totally, especially when he fights an ostrich. Yeah, (laughs) a kanga. So he does the James Bond line, like eggnog shaken, not stirred. He even does it in the Connery voice, but he goes classic Brosnan. (laughs) Uh, Angela is hemming his pants, and says she might bring her BF. Her, the senator. The senator. And, uh, you know, Michael just says it's going to be a cool, classy Christmas. Well, he was just like, can he help me out with some parking tickets? Oh, yeah. And she's like, no. <laughs> That's well, he's not, not appropriate. Yeah, he's not a real senator then. Because <laughs> Michael, even Michael Scott knows politicians, regardless, scary. are just uh, greasy palms. Yep. <laughs> but, so uh, Jim and Pam are in the kitchen and they say they're going to do gifts later. 
And Pam does a talking head where she says Jim's always so thoughtful about gifts. So this year I made him a comic book. And she's all geeked for it. It's, uh, what's it called? Jim. Jimmy oh, Halpert's. It's like Jimmy Halpert. I don't even remember. It's Jimmy Halpert, bear. like Bear Man or something. Yeah. He, t- he gets bit by a radioactive bear and becomes like a superhero. Yeah. So Jim goes to his desk and there's a post-it note that says, It's time today at noon. And he hands it to Dwight, who then lights a fucking blow, like a lighter, and just lights it on fire. So apparently the fight is on for today. We see Michael. He's pissed about the artificial tree. Mm -hmm. He gives Pam money to go buy one. Uh, And at this time, a man walks in. And it turns out Mike hired a bass player. Just a bass player. An upright bass player. Yes. Because it was cheaper to hire him for the whole day than a jazz quartet for the classy Christmas. (laughs) Because that would cost more for a half hour. It's all classy. Uh-huh. Yep. So Andy offers to help Pam, says they can use Daryl's truck. So they go to Daryl, who's on the phone with his ex-wife, and she says that his daughter wants to spend Christmas with her because it feels more like around, family. Around family. Around family. And Daryl's like, oh, like, what the fuck? Dude, that was heartbreaking. It's uh, Well, because you know what happens. When he's, like, <laughs> when he's like, I thought I was enough family for my daughter. It's like, oh, very sad. my God, Daryl. And he shoots down their request for his truck the yeah. first time. But like, then he feels bad and he changes his tune. Mm-hmm. He says, oh, I need some fresh air. So the three of them go out. Michael now tells Aaron to treat Holly well. You know, that's the love of his life. You treat yep. her well when she comes in. Uh, Toby then walks in in a Christmas sweater with like a big fucking reindeer on it. Oh my god, it's Clark awesome. Clark Griswold all the way. And Michael's like, why the fuck are you here? And Toby's just like, ah, oh, it's lunch. I want to come for I the party. I to the party, Michael. And immediately everyone starts asking him questions and he's like, the Bella de Ball. <laughs> and he does a talking head where he says he's, he's basically using this whole thing to make friends. Yes. Because if they... You know, start talking to me. Maybe they'll realize I have something to say. Oh, my God. Next thing you know, we're just talking. (laughs) He's so sad. Like, maybe people will realize I have something to say. Toby's awesome. (laughs) Uh, Jim is waiting outside now, and he calls Dwight, and it goes right to voicemail. He turns around to go inside, and the door is chained shut. Right. And Jim's like, what the fuck? All of a sudden, the snowman in the parking lot explodes, and it's Dwight. (laughs) And Dwight viciously... Jim goes down to the ground, and Dwight is just hammering him with snowballs. He has a backpack on his front with the snowballs pre Like a papoose of snowballs. Yeah. And he's just... He just leaves Jim lying in a puddle. It's yeah. fucking great because Jim deserves it. After everything he did for seven years. Well, I love how he says, I have no feelings in my finger or penis. Worth it. Yeah. And then we see a talking head of Jim with a bloody nose. Yeah. And he's like in the kitchen trying to clean himself up. And he looks outside and Dwight is just smiling. Well, because he got a text or something oh, yeah. that says, why don't you ice it? Yeah. And Jim's like, what the fuck? He's like, you can he tell he's shaking. Like- yeah. He got beat up. He's scared. got like a black eye, a bloody nose. Yeah. There's blood all over his shirt. So Holly arrives, and Aaron's quote here is so great. Well, why did she show up midday? Because she's Holly Flax. She's Holly Flax. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, who, no, Aaron's shown. Who in I this didn't episode. realize how much I disliked Holly until this episode. And, and like, it's funny because, like, I was, like, agnostic on her yeah. in, like, season five. But now I'm like, yeah, I'm not a fan. Holly's annoying, actually. And. I'm siding with Aaron because she walks in and Aaron says, sorry, I can't help you. I'm waiting for my boss's pretty Pretty friend friend. to arrive. (laughs) So awesome. So she realizes it when Mike comes out and Holly and Michael start doing like Old West voices. Hey, you bastard. Yeah, like Clint Eastwood. And then it turns into Three Stooges and then they hug and turn into Cookie Monster. And she says she brought candy, but she ate it, uh, half of it, on the way down. Yeah. And, of course, Kevin's like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's pissed. And then they turn into, like, 
Michael's taking her to her desk and they do Speedy Gonzalez. Right. Like, as an HR rep, you've now... They did a gay impression. (laughs) Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. They're like, Fabula. Yeah. And then they went into, like, Speedy... Oh, I have my pistols. Like, what the, the fuck? The funny thing is when they do that voice, you see Oscar double take. Like, yeah, right? Why? <laughs> well, first they did the gay one, and yeah. then they did the Spanish one. He's like, yo, what the fuck? Flowers, Hulkster. Like, yeah. one of those things. So they chit-chat at her desk a bit, and she pulls out Woody from Toy Story, a doll. Mm-hmm. And she explains that AJ got it, to, got it for her after they watched the movie together. And, you know, he pinned a... What's the you, song? You've, you've got, got a, a friend, friend in me. me. And that's when Michael finds out that they're still together and we get sad Michael again. But I do love when he's like, what a douchebag. Yeah, he's like trying to find ways to like <laughs> say, fuck AJ, right? <laughs> so Andy, Pam, and Daryl are at the tree place. And Andy is projecting his insecurities on the trees. So hard. He's like, this tree looks a little full of itself. Why don't we get like a Charlie Brown Christmas tree and just love it for what it is? <laughs> uh, but you can hear Daryl behind them fighting on the phone with his ex. Mm-hmm. And he's all pissy. He's like, what, you pick a tree yet? Mm-hmm. And that's when Pam like commiserates. She's like, "If I couldn't spend Christmas with Cece, I'd, I'd be, be sad too." Yeah. And he explains the situation, and Pam says, oh, "Bring her to the party. We'll make you the fun parent." Yeah. Like, you know, do the church shit on your on her time. Yeah. So Daryl's all like, "Oh, okay, cool. Let's try this." And um, that's when they come back to the office with the tree, and Daryl says, "Her Andy's walking in." By Oscar, and he says, don't hug me, I'm covered in sap. And Oscar just goes, why would we hug you? Like, Andy is so so looking for love in this episode. He needs attention so much. And Daryl walks in with his daughter, and Mike introduces himself as Santa Claus, even though he's wearing this smoking jacket. And a kanga. Yeah, no beard even, nothing. And the girl's, like, really disappointed. Yeah, and Daryl's like, I told her Santa was going to be here, Mike. What the fuck? And that's when Michael's like, well, life's full of disappointments. I thought Holly was going to come without a boyfriend. Yeah. And then uh, Pam's like, well, why who did you... Who told you that? And he drops Nora Ephron. Do you know who Nora Ephron is? I know. The... She's a musician, right? No, like she did... Artist? If I'm not mistaken, she's like the screenwriter for like When Harry Met Sally, like oh. rom-coms and shit like that. So Michael's like whole take on Holly coming back was based I on ro- romantic comedies where it's always a happy ending. Uh, women are in the back with Holly. It's Aaron, Kelly, Phyllis, and Pam. Mm-hmm. And they're asking really probing questions. Whoa. And, like, Pam is the normal one here. Pam's trying to be normal. Because what, do, what does Phyllis ask her? She's... Oh, God. Oh, like, oh a, do you have an open relationship? What yeah. the fuck is Bob Vance doing to Phyllis? <laughs> and then Kelly's just like, so you don't want kids, huh? Because you're, like, 40. <laughs> like, oh, my God. It's, I like, know. really funny shit. And then Aaron... Well, you know, maybe Holly's not in a position to be shooing away guys. Yo, Erin fully redeemed herself in this episode oh, this for is, me. Because then she does a talking head where she goes, I, I don't, don't get, get it. it. I just don't. And I'm like, girl, I agree. Yeah. 100%. And, um, God, I lost my track oh, here. Oh, uh, here we go. Yeah. So th- it's a whole it's thing where gin- they're talking oh. about it. And that's when Holly says she's going to give AJ an ultimatum. Yep. Like, to propose to her because he hasn't committed that. By the yet. end of it's the year. It's been, what, two, three years, they yeah. say? And um, they said by the end of the year, so like, I guess, eight days yeah, from where have, they are. You have two weeks, yeah. motherfucker. So she says she's giving him an ultimatum for the end of the year. And Pam is like surprised. She's like, that doesn't sound like you. Yeah. Like, where's that coming from? Uh, so then Jim walks to his desk and he, he, he sees Pam enter on the other side of the room. Yeah, and they make the eye contact. And he turns and he sees 
Dwight, who's wearing a Pam wig. And, and a, a red and a, sweater. And, a sweater. and Pam's red sweater, yeah. I think. And he just jer- jolts up from the desk with a bowl of I- oh my uh, God. Snowballs. snowballs and starts pelting Jim up against the door. <laughs> bam! 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 Jim's just getting attacked on all sides. It's fucking great. It's amazing. And then Dwight does a talking head where he says he has wigs of everybody in the And there's a montage. Him with a Meredith wig. Yep. Creepy as fuck. Him with a Stanley wig. Kind of kind of weird. Yeah. And who's the other Kevin. one? Kevin. Oh, Kevin. It's like... How do it's I even a, describe it? It's a horseshoe. No. It's a bald on top and it's got hair It was on like the side. Benjamin Franklin in that episode. It was <laughs> one of those. Like the, the skull wig. Yeah. And um, Jim, we get the famous Jeff. I just want it to stop. Yeah. He, he's tired of the, the mental anguish. Seriously. So Pam is showing Ryan the comic book and he's being a dick about it. Yeah, like, well, is. you know, it's not based on source material or whatever, you know. What's the what's what's Jim's, the origin? Yeah, yeah. This is the bear story, not Jimmy Halpert's story. <laughs> so Toby's trying to talk with Jim, who shoves him off to the side, and says, "I don't want to reconnect now." Pulls out a lacrosse stick <laughs> and fires a fucking snowball into the conference room at Dwight and blows out a window. Yep. And everybody is like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" Everyone is shocked, and Jim <laughs> is actually ashamed and embarrassed. Yeah. And he just sits down and he's got this faraway look. He looks like a shell-shocked Vietnam veteran. Like, <laughs> oh my god. He's just like, oh, oh. Fuck, I missed. So Mike goes to Holly's desk and he's doing a talking head over the video. Yeah. Some people you stay with when you transfer. Some you don't. Sour grapes. Yeah. And the show ends with him throwing Woody into the trash can and dumping his coffee oh. on it. And that's it. So what'd you give this one, Bear? I gave this one a 4.0. I gave it a 4.5. Wow. Liked it a lot. It was good shit. Yeah. No, I like Erin. Really, really was. Aaron killed it. She did. I don't get it. I don't... She's not I just pretty. don't get it. <laughs> so I said, I thought the ensemble was great. Toby was funny. Yep. Andy wasn't like over the top Andy at did all. what he had to do. He yeah. was there. He made it like yeah. the, his whole point he was clear. He earned his paycheck in that yeah. episode. His point was clear. Aaron was funny, but... The dissolution of the party planning committee. Yes. But why do you think she hates Holly? Could it have anything to do with the fact that Daddy what, two weeks ago, <laughs> Michael was her fake dad? Yeah. So that she sees this woman as like somebody who's dating She's her like dad? Protective. It's like, yeah. uh, what's that movie where the kid tries to. Oh, The Parent Trap. Parent when Trap. Vicky, the lady, yeah. is dating the dad and they're like, fuck her. Like, yeah, right. It's one of the. It's, it's kind of like that, that vibe to it. Yeah. Because. She doesn't even give her a chance. No. Honestly, she's just like fuck. I'm her. waiting for my my boss's pretty friend to arrive. <laughs> yeah, ugly bitch. <laughs> so, like overall, the episode was great. The Jim Dwight stuff, and I'm going to talk more about it at the end of next Yo, episode. That sm- snowball fight is fucking amazing. It is awesome, and it's so. I found so many um, parallels to other stuff with it. Yeah, that is so perfect, and I don't know. Maybe it'll make you think in 2020. However. <laughs> However, I don't know. Now I feel like I totally lowballed this episode. They made Daryl human. Yes, because Daryl is usually a peripheral he's background. He's kind of like a mythical creature. <laughs> he's like peripheral, and he does funny stuff. Mm-hmm. But you never really get a sense of him as like a dude, yeah. as a guy. And I think you did on this one, uh, like more well, so yeah, than usual. Yeah, you see that he cares about his daughter. He can be hurt. Creed thought Holly was a sassy black woman. Oh my God, <laughs> there's so much to unpack in this episode. Everything. It was great. The Hello Kitty thing was funny. Like, yeah, I just well, thought it was great. Kelly even says she's like, hmm, I wonder if these uh, gifts would be getting such backlash if I were white. And everybody's <laughs> like, Kelly, you that's can't not... pull that. It's yeah. just a shitty gift. And she's like, I said I wondered. I didn't say I think. <laughs> <laughs> It was good shit, man. Good shit. It was. Everybody had a good line in this one. This is a great episode. So, anything you want to talk about? 
No, it was just Aaron. Ah. I like I said, she like redeemed herself for me in this episode. I didn't hate her. As long as her and Andy are not together, I'm okay with it. <laughs> Keep them away from each other. It's like um, a, a forced dyad for evil. It's, it's just... like Kylo Ren and Rey. Yeah, well, yeah, because, yeah, well, those movies sucked. So yeah, they it just is aren't like them. good together. No, no, no it no. doesn't make it's any like sense. It's like Padme and Anakin. No chemistry, <laughs> anti-chemistry. But I digress. Padme, I love you, Anakin. Uh, let me have our baby on Naboo. I want to find my mother. <laughs> oh my god, stop. I hate the sand. Fucking Anakin. Stop it! It's the fucking worst. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't have much of a career after that, Hayden Christensen. I hate the sand. The sand people took my mother. Oh my god, stop. All right. Anyway, so. All right, anyway. Put us over, Bear. All right, guys. You can always reach out to us on uh, Twitter, at podcast. Yeah, do that. All one word. We always like to post our favorite screen grabs. From our weekly episodes. Uh, Kevin will share some weird stuff over there too. On occasion. On occasion. <laughs> um, also, you can reach out to us via email at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. We'll read your feedback live on the air or just respond to you, whichever you'd like. Yeah. And dude, where can they find us? You can find us on most any podcatcher app that you listen to, as well as the Jenny Position podcast feed, where you can find us each and every Monday with new stuff, and you can find other great shows like The Journey to Infinity, uh, Geek and Sassy, Talk and Pop, Freak Out Driving, and more. There was something I did want to bring up. So yeah, subscribe to the Jenny Position. There was something I did want to bring up. Okay. So the other day, I was like curious, okay. because I was like, you know, I wonder if we got any reviews... Oh, God. On, uh, you know, one of the podcatcher apps. Yeah. And I did find one. One? And if I ever find it, what do you mean? Just one? Yeah, just one. And and I'm pulling it up now, and it's not coming up. Son of a bitch. Keep talking. Say something. I'm going to find us. (laughs) So while Kevin's doing that, guys, um, give us your feedback. What do you think of us so far? Honestly, our feelings aren't going to get hurt. Um, but again, you can reach out to us on Twitter at Brosis Podcast or via uh, email at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. And I got one here. We got a five star review on. Po- Shut up. I was totally yeah. expecting like one star. No, no, no. Oh, if, there, if there was a bad one, I was going to read it. But I found we got a five star review on Podcast Addict from Star Trek Fan 75. Whoa. Whoever you are. You're a good dude. Thank you. Because I'm assuming Star Trek fan seventy five. I'm assuming there's no chance you're a female. So <laughs> I'm gonna say you're a good. I'm gonna say you're a good dude. And uh, their 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 review. Fun show. <laughs> we appreciate it because we uh, do appreciate Somebody it. thinks we're a fun show. Like, why wouldn't I not appreciate that? Absolutely. So thank you for that. If you guys want to leave more reviews on whatever uh, app you use, yeah. you know, if it's Podbean. Uh, Anchor, whatever. I don't give a shit. If you Google. guys enjoy the show, let us know. Yeah, leave some reviews because I think that would be something that me and Mare Bear would enjoy reading. Oh my god! And I yes. might even, if they're really good, I might read it on air. So who knows? Well, thank you, Star Trek fan, fan seventy-five, which I'm assuming means you're seventy-five years or Let's, forty-five years old. Yeah, b- born in seventy-five. Yeah. Beam us up, Scotty. That's all. <laughs> you I don't know. have to be patronizing. That's all I know. <laughs> so you I'm, could just say, "Damn it, Jim." Damn it, Jim. That's uh, Dr. Bones. McCoy. Dr. McCoy. Our dad is a Trekkie. All right? yeah, I'm just getting, Mary's giving me a look right now. Our dad is a Trekkie. His is. office is filled with toys. And, Plate, like commemorative Oh, commemorative plates. plates and he has, he's gone to conventions and shit. He has he's, a Star Trek clock. He has the toys. Like yeah. the fucking Action blasters. Figures. and Well, the blasters oh, and the yeah. ships. He has models of the ships and shit. He had uh, one of the Enterprise. The like, insignia the things insignia. that you put on. Yeah, yeah. total nerd. 
Total yeah. nerd for Star Trek, man. So yeah. I'm not mocking you because no, I grew not up. At all. That's why, like, when I'm saying some of these things, I don't think Mare Bear grew up watching some of them like I not did. Not as much as Kevin did. Because uh, on PBS, I, he was more into Babylon Five when I was. Oh younger. yeah, well, Babylon Five is how I came across Monday Nitro yeah. on TNT. Well, again, guys, <laughs> if you couldn't tell, like, we really are born and bred nerds. We're just not <laughs> born and bred. We're yeah. just not Lord of the Rings nerds. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> yeah, we're not like those virginal nerds. You know? <laughs> No, We're the cool nerds. We love you guys. But thank you for... And leave more reviews. But uh, now we'll get into this next episode. Yes. What is it, Bear? So this is Season 7, Episode 12, Classy Christmas, Part 2. Part two. All right, so again, there's no cold open, being seeing as this was aired as one episode. Yeah. So we jump right back in. So Jim threw the snowball <laughs> through the window, and now we just see... Like paper cardboard. boxes, yeah, cardboard covering the window. Everybody's in like their coats, their scarves, their Mittens. gloves, <laughs> yeah, and everybody's just bitching about how freeze- freezing it is. And Gabe is just like, in another instance when a fleece blanket would have come in handy. <laughs> you can tell he's, he's like, so bitter it. about yep. those fleece blankets not being in there. So now, Holly and Michael are reprimanding Dwight and Jim about their snowball fight and mm. their antics. And Jim seriously has blood smudged literally all over. down his yeah. shirt, like on his tie, everything. <clears throat> yep. And it's almost like Pam doesn't give a shit that Pam he's hasn't being even terrorized. Talk to him thing. about it. No. <laughs> like, it's kind of amazing, actually. <laughs> well, she's busy doing a party and exactly. Daryl's daughter and all that shit. Exactly. So now I love Jim and Pam or Jim and Dwight's reaction to this because Holly's like, "I'm surprised with you guys. You two were yeah. best friends when I was here last time," and both of them were like. The fuck yeah, they you look, smoking, bitch. They're like side-eye the camera. Yeah, like, <laughs> and I'm just laughing because I'm like, what made her think that? Like, it's not like they I know, did anything different. I was like different. going through my head. I'm like, when Holly was there, they were like, they wasn't like they were going on sales calls together. This strikes me as like when we were growing up and like maybe one of our aunts and uncles weren't around as much and they yeah. thought we were something we weren't. Yeah. And they'd say something and you're like, the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> who the fuck do you think you're talking to? They just to? think like, this is a thing I'll say. You're like... <laughs> <laughs> and she has no, like, frame of reference, apparently. Mm-hmm. So. so, Michael um, then makes up an entire story about having a girlfriend to make Holly jealous. Yeah. I'm not even going to go through the story because no. it was so fucking stupid. And Holly, like, does kind of look flustered. Oh, yeah, she does yeah. have, like, get a react. He does get a reaction out of her. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, you have a girlfriend huh <laughs> like not that i haven't been living with a dude for yeah. the last three years again holly makes no sense here yeah but anyway so then phyllis and pam uh pam is showing phyllis the comic book that she made <laughs> and she's like oh you haven't homemade this year huh it's money that tight and she's like no jim had a great year she's like are you good at homemade gifts <laughs> pam's like well look at that and she's just like Aww. Meh. <laughs> but she's, I love how she's like, I don't think we can help you, honey. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking great. So now Holly um, comes into the main office. She's very upset. She's holding her Woody doll, which is just covered in shit. Yeah. And she's like, who is this? Who did this? I'm leaving. I know I'm not welcome here, but if somebody doesn't come forward, I'm leaving. Phyllis is just, just like, I don't think Aaron likes you. Like, right under the bus. <laughs> right under but the bus. But Aaron sells it so yeah, great. She's like, why would you say that? I don't even know her well enough to not like her. <laughs> like she, she leaves open the possibility that she may not like right. her. Right. <laughs> then Michael says it's something Toby would do, and that um, he's jealous of all the attention Holly got. And Toby's like, actually, Michael, it sounds like something you would do. So then Kevin ha- comes up with a theory <laughs> the that... The Toy Story theory. Yeah, that, you know, Toy Story, the toys come to life. You don't think Woody... 
you don't think. <laughs> everybody just ignores him. And everybody's just like, no, it sounds like something Michael... Michael. I love when Jim, though, just pipes up. He goes, I don't know why we're dismissing the Toy Story theory so quickly. <laughs> and so Michael admits, he's like, it was a joke. Um, and everybody's like, no, It was one Michael. of those things, like, it, it reminded me so much of season one when he does the drum roll. And then he's just like, ah, he just laughs uncomfortably. Or Scott's tots. Yeah, and just gives it away. Like, yeah. oh, I did it because I can't deal with it. Yeah, but then he's like, it'll make us, like, in years from now, we'll laugh about it when we tell our kids. Oh, and everybody's just like, oh, oh no. Michael, come on, dude. Like, it's an audible groan yeah. from everybody <laughs> in the office. And he admits that he still has feelings for her. He tells her he made and, up the girlfriend. Yeah, the fake girlfriend, everything. And, but Michael kind of calls her out on her shit. Yeah. And he's like, you know, you broke up with me because you said you couldn't do long distance, but you didn't break up with him. Like, what the fuck? To and be fair, they were together for like three weeks. Yeah. This is, they've been dating for like two years. Yeah. And living together. Yeah. And it's only a temporary placement while yeah. Toby's in jury, jury duty. duty. Yeah. So to be fair, it, Michael's kind of off base on that. Yeah. One. Although everyone takes his side. They absolutely do because he walks into his office and she tries to follow him and Aaron body blocks yes. her. She's like, no. No. And then Kevin, <laughs> he's like, what else did you lie about? Or did you lie about the maple candies? <laughs> yeah. Did you really eat them? <laughs> like, he just calls her right out on her shit. It also should be noted here that she doesn't leave. She does not she knows leave. Because everybody's against her, obviously. Yes. And Michael just did that to her. In front she, of everybody. And she doesn't leave. Nope. Mark so it's almost like Donna. Donna. Oh, the lady yeah. with the, the breasts. When he's like breast sexually harassing lady. her the whole day. And Pam's like, she had every opportunity to leave. <laughs> yeah. Like, every opportunity. Pam was right. So now Michael's upset and Aaron's in his office and <laughs> go ahead. She's just like, well, I don't think you're missing out much, but she just like pretty much tells him like, yo, you're, it's, you're, be- yeah. you're way better off. Dude. <laughs> she just asks him like, is she a good cook or something? Cause like, I don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get it. It's so awesome. It's amazing. And he asked Aaron to get his street clothes for him. He doesn't want to be classy Santa classy anymore. Santa. Yeah, that's right. It should be noted. During all of this, he's still wearing his smoking jacket <laughs> and Kangol hat with Santa ball on it. Yes. So now Jim has a gift on his desk, and it says two pickles open immediately. Love Swiss cheese. Which I guess are the pet name that has that ever been established that him and Pam call each other that? No, I've never heard it okay. in any episode. But it seems ever. like that was established here that even oh yeah yeah. Because he opens it up and a snowball gets flung at his face <laughs> and his hands just go, or his head just goes into his hands and Dwight well. says something along the lines of, you never thought that your cute little nicknames would be your downfall, did you, Jim? Make that a lesson for you all. <laughs> so My favorite part, though, is when it happens, Jim, okay, so there's an episode of uh, Important Things with Dimitri Martin okay. back in the day. It was probably about 2008 or so, I want to say. And there's an episode, they did a sketch called Bruce the Funny Dog, where it's this dog that does things, and it, like, you hear, whoop, whoop, and you look, and the dog's wearing a costume. <laughs> and, like, every time they're doing bad news, like, the one time they're, he's telling his wife, like, I just lost my job, like, we're going to have to, like, crunch finances, and the dog shows up with, like, a rainbow wig on, and they're like, Bruce, now's not the time. <laughs> and, like, every time it's, like, this inopportune time, the dog is wearing costumes. Oh, my God. So the, he's, like, on the bed explaining, like, a family death. And the dog shows up. The dog's dressed up like a priest as a oh Bible. My God. And Demetri Martin just goes, God damn it, Bruce! Everything's a fucking joke! Like, And at this moment, Jim just goes, 
damn it, Dwight! Like, in that same tone. Like, God, why? Everything's a fucking joke to you. He freaks out on Dwight. And it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It was amazing. So now, Stanley. (laughs) Wistful Stanley is my favorite Stanley. Oh my God, it's amazing. So now, Stanley and Kevin are talking to Toby. And I think there's, I think Oscar's there too. Oh, Creed. But Stanley, like, they're asking him about jury duty. But Stanley's only concern is um, about the food service. Like, do you have to go out for lunch or do they bring it to you? <laughs> and he goes, no, no, they bring it to me. And he's just like, you lucky son of a bitch. It should be noted that because it's classy Christmas, Stanley is drinking a martini. Yeah. <laughs> so, it looks so awesome. But then we get a talking head of Stanley, which is great. And he's like, I've been trying to get on jury duty since I was 18 years old to sit in an air-conditioned room downtown judging people while my lunch is paid for. That is the life. <laughs> it's just, it just reminds me of the decommissioned lighthouse. Yeah. Oh, wistful Stanley oh. is my favorite. The Stanley who's just like, get me off this planet, yeah. which I is like my spirit animal. <laughs> I kind of, I, I appreciate it. Yes. But just judging people. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to put it. <laughs> It's true, though. That's what you're there for. And I still have not been called for jury duty. Really? I just wanted to... I want to get called just so I can do a Stanley monologue. I ha- I went once. Where? Well, yeah, I got out of it this year because of the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> but there was a few... It was like you five years ago. You and our other brother did. Yeah, we all got called in the same month this year. Jesus. But about five years ago, I went for jury duty. And it was like the week before Christmas. And it's like getting dark at three o'clock. Yeah. And they take us into the courtroom. They start picking people. Ooh. And the two people on my right and the two people on my left. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, oh, biting my nails. And they did like the 12 and I think two alternates or something. Yeah. I got away, man. Oh but it was God. the most unnerving. When like they're picking us off one by one like a horror movie, <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, I'm next. <laughs> it, jury duty is brutal. That's amazing. Because you got to go to those people and there's always that one person who wants to talk to you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, so there's this bridge in town that might be haunted. Hi, my name's Myrtle. How you Stop doing? Stop it. Oh, shit, you're not. There was a lady there. She was insane. <laughs> All right. Well, we get back to it. And uh, poor Jada is sitting on the couch by reception with Daryl. And she's bored. So she wants to go to Daryl's uh, office to read. So Daryl's like, all right, honey, let's go. He's all down. So Pam sees this and she feels bad because she said like, oh, it'll be fun and blah, blah, blah. It was her idea to bring the kid here. <laughs> yeah, she, so, she screwed the pooch. Yeah, she really did. So now she goes into Daryl's office and she's like, oh my God, Jada, Grinch stole the star off the tree. Oh my God. Oh my God. You turned her from Fargo again. God. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So anyway, they go down into the warehouse and there's like an obstacle course type deal set With, like, up in the middle and shit. Yeah. yeah andy's got like every single person from the office's coat yeah, looks, on his body <laughs> he's like a rag man right that's, awesome. that's not a grinch that's a homeless man that's something from uh fucking um yeah. blues... blues clues no no <laughs> um zoolander oh like yes. the trash bags and shit. yes mugatu yes not mushu mugatu. <laughs> yeah. so um they're like oh my god mr grinch do we have to play a game? Mm. And he, he's like, yes, you have to answer topical political questions. <laughs> yeah. It's so obvious that Andy has nobody in his life under the age of like 40. Yeah, he knows nothing about children. Nothing. And they're like, okay. He asked the question and I didn't even know the fucking answer. Something about the House of Representatives. Oh, the the uh, the represent the amount of representatives Pennsylvania is apportioned, and what state is has an equal number? Do you? I'm sure you know the answer. Uh, the state with the equal number, I want to say, is Ohio, but I'm not positive. Okay, 
But anyway. And it's, like, I think it's 20. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't know. But, so they're like, they're like trying to bait him. Like, okay, why don't we play a game where it's like hot or cold and you can tell Jada if she's hot or cold. Andy goes up to her, pulls out the star from the hood, and pretends to get it from behind her ear. And Daryl's like, and the game's over. Seconds later. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, oh. He's so pissed off right <laughs> yeah. now. Um, so anyway, we go back up, and we finally meet the state senator. Yeah. Uh, as the state senator, I should say. Um, he shakes Oscar's hand. He introduces himself. And Oscar's like, I think uh, Senator Lipton is great. Uh, he's got a firm handshake. Well, uh, nice smile. He's gay. Uh, blah blah blah. And so yeah, he just like throws "gay" in the middle like a hand yeah. grenade. Like, like, <laughs> and you're like, wait a second, what the fuck? So it, going back to season three, Oscar has gay dar. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. So now um, AJ shows up to surprise Holly, and she is shocked. Rob Hubel is an odd-looking dude. Very. Don't know what to make of him. He's kind of reptilian in a way. Like, but the he, way he also his is, nose comes down. It reminds me of Beetlejuice when Alec Baldwin <laughs> pulls, his pulls it face. out and he does the yeah. Well, he kind of looks like a. This is gonna sound cool. He sounds like a Dollar General Andy Samberg. He kind of oh looks my like, god, you know what I mean? And but like or a Dollar General uh, Will Arnett. Nah, nobody's Will Arnett. <laughs> nobody's Will have, Arnett, baby. Oh, you're gonna eat a fucking Reese's, <laughs> like, no. but um. <laughs> But his hair is, like, dyed jet black in this episode. I don't know if he had a role in a movie or another show or something at the time. Yeah. But, like, he looks bizarre. And he didn't have that color hair the no, last time he, we saw him. No, he had, like, sandy hair. Yeah. So he looks like a totally different person. Yeah. But anyway, um, so he shows up, and she's just like, oh, my God, it's so nice to see you. It's so much harder, blah, blah, blah. Now, Michael does the better, like, the bigger man. Yeah. He shakes comes out, hand. he shakes his hand, he says hello, he says enjoy the party, it's so nice to see you. And then we get a talking head, and he just says, I am dead inside. Which is literally yeah. a meme that I've used at work so many times, I can't even count. The will to live is gone. Yeah. The light is extinguished. Oh, yeah. His eyes are dead. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. So now, Daryl uh, takes Jada into the break room, because she's hungry. He's like, all right, what do you want? And she's so amazed. And I'm just trying to think back to, like, when I was, like, Oh, I would have been nine, in heaven. And there's, like, four vending machines. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> A few weeks ago, we went. I went on vacation, and I went into a beer place, and the options were so many. Even our brother, our brother was with me, and even him who doesn't drink beer, he's like, "I'm kind of overwhelmed here." I'm like, <laughs> "Dude, there's so many options." That's how like eight year old me would have been, and like a with a, a room vending of machine. Vending yeah, machine. I'm like, "Where? Oh my god, Reese's, Doritos, oh my god, I could get a Mountain Dew. I'm kind of thirsty. Like, yeah, right. I'd just be panicking. Exactly. And the best part is like she like. Goggle, go, goes Gaga over it, and fucking Creed is in the corner. He's like, pretty amazing, isn't right? it? <laughs> it's beautiful. So she's like super amazed, and she's like, I don't know what I want. So then Daryl gets a good idea, mm -hmm. and they literally like, I think they have to almost buy out the vending. They machine. clean it out, man, and Jada and they stuff it into super, the yeah into the Hello Kitty Hello, laptop cases, yeah. and they go around the office and they hand out chips and like snacks to everybody and mm -hmm. she's like merry christmas <laughs> and she's so happy, she's happy it's kid. adorable happy child um so now let's see oh but as she's handing it out she like has something in her hand already for everybody creed like just reaches in and grabs, what he <laughs> he grabs his own thing. Like and she's like what <laughs> she just, and i can only imagine daryl being like honey just walk past the weird man <laughs> just keep going don't honey. look into his eyes right. <laughs> 
So now it's the gift exchange time. <laughs> Kevin gave Oscar Ugg-like boots. Official shoe of Tom Brady. Didn't know <laughs> God, if you knew that. Stop it. No, he he did pr- pr- commercials for Oh, I believe for the, it. Yeah, big into Uggs. <laughs> so now Phyllis um, went with homemade yeah. again. She didn't learn her lesson Not for after Bob, the though. secret Santa. Not for Bob, though. Well, like, because Pam was giving her husband a homemade gift. Oh, yeah, yeah, She's yeah. doing it for a f- co-worker. Yeah. But um, she knit Ryan an iPad cover that had a fish on it, and it said Pisces mm-hmm. and Ryan I in did... Miami Dolphins colors. Yeah, the orange and teal. Yeah. Which, I didn't know Ryan was a Pisces, because on like this show, you. no, he doesn't seem like a Pisces. He yeah. seems more like a Leo. Gemini? Oh. I, oh, oh, Gemini makes sense with the show. Yeah. He's got, like, split personality. Yeah, exactly. But, well, what are you? You're a virgin, I'm right? I'm Virgo, yes. <laughs> Virgo the virgin, right? Yes. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yes. Vestal virgins, yeah. Ugh, God, okay, Randy. <laughs> no, <laughs> never mind. So, anyway. <laughs> That'll be on a half hour of explaining. <laughs> Just go. So, uh, Angela gave Creed a five-pack of oh Old Spice God. deodorant. Yes, this whole huge thing, like, yeah. bulk. It's fucking great. And uh, Aaron gave Andy a card that had a pamphlet in it that said how to stop biting your nails. I could use that. Yeah, you could. I uh, know. They're pretty rough these days. Um, And then we see Michael. He's in the bathroom scrubbing the Woody doll. And he has... Which, oh, my God. I know. This, yeah. It's so cute. He has, like, a little clothesline with his little vest and his bandana <laughs> and his hat, like, with tiny... Uh, clothes pins on it. I'm oh assuming they're like bobby pins. It's so cute. There's it's a so snake adorable. in my boot. Um, and he's he's brushing with a toothbrush, which I'm assuming Michael Scott has many in his desk because of the soft teeth issue. <laughs> so now, uh, and that's where the floss came from. Yeah. Too. So now Angela is bragging about the senator's accomplishments and putting the parking meters that you can use your credit card in, which. Wild fact for you guys. Oh, you got a Scranton fact? didn't get those until like three years ago. Yeah, I was gonna say that was that's definitely something they jumped the gun on. Yeah, they were way ahead of their time. Scranton yeah. like legit just got them, and it's an app that you pay through. It's well, not even a credit card. I'm sure in about 15 years they'll get the uh, the scooter, the yeah. Lyft scooters, and <laughs> uh, you know they're behind the times here in Scranton. Here in Scranton, people still listen to uh, fucking Nickelback and uh, yeah. what's that one? Creed. Uh, Uncle Cracker. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like Toby the, Keith sells out the mountain. Oh, Toby, every well, year. well, country. I mean, yeah. the surrounding. Oh my area. god! I was at a restaurant the other day, and you'll remember this because it came up from our childhood. I'll try. John Michael Montgomery, the Grundy country County singer. Grundy County auction song. Yes, that's the song that came up. Hey, pretty lady, won't you give me a sign? I'll Probably give you anything. Make a oh my god! I'll do your bedding and be at your beck and call. With a bunch of like so I'm there with my Amish husband. guys dancing. Yeah, I'm there with my husband and our one friend, and like it comes on, and in like. Something in my subconscious, I started singing it, oh, and yeah. my husband went, how the fuck do you know this? I'm like... He wasn't around. No, man. I'm like, our mom raised us on this stuff. Our it's mom got... listened to hillbilly music. Oh my god, so much. But it just, when you said that, it made me laugh so hard, because I'm like, yeah, no, that was on a radio station. That, and there's... Not m- even, like, somebody's personal music collection. That was on the radio Still station. Still, 25 years later. Yep. That, Mary Chapin Carpenter was always playing. Yep. Fucking Deanna Carter, if you all don't know Trisha her. Trisha Yearwood. Trisha, oh my god, Garth Joe Brooks. Joe D. Messina. Joe D. Yeah. And Kenny Chesney. I hate Kenny Chesney. She loved Kenny Chesney. I don't Chesney. like Kenny Chesney. I don't like his tight pants. I don't like that. <laughs> it makes me feel very awkward. Well, it doesn't make him feel well, awkward. Well, no, but like, he, she thanks much. Is he the tractor sexy yeah. guy? Oh my god. And like, he does like, I don't know. There's something about Kenny Chesney that makes me like, he's not country. But he, he's he, not pop. It's like he's trying to be Jimmy Buffett or something. Is it? Oh well, yeah. He had like the, like the tropical type songs too. 
But then we all found out that when he married Renee Oh, Renee Zellweger, he was the one, right? Yeah. That um, she, I think the fraud was honestly from him taking his cowboy hat on and her finding out he was bald. Oh, bald is a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was such a weird thing because wasn't that like two days? It yeah, was, it was they like, weren't married very yeah, It long. was like a Tom Green, Drew Barrymore thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was Way above his station. Well, none of that, but it just lasted a week. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, we fucked up, yeah. everybody. Sorry. <laughs> we thought it was love. It was lust. So bizarre. Then we woke up. Yeah, but Kenny Chesney, I'm, Kenny Chesney's music doesn't really stand out to me. Like, I'm the kind of guy I could listen to anything. I'll listen to rap. Yeah. I'll listen to country. I'll, I like punk. I'll listen to rock. I'll listen to bluegrass. I don't care. I, I've even listened to opera at times. I know. I'm not... Just, Calm down. No, Calm I'm just Chesney. saying. I know. But I'm just saying, Kenny Chesney is one that never appealed to me. No matter what kind of mood I was in, it's just I like, nah, don't that. get it. Fuck Kenny Chesney. We're going to no. name this episode. We're not even going to put the show title. Maybe <laughs> fuck Kenny Chesney. I think you need to start a vlog. That's no, it'd be bad. It'd just, no, <laughs> bad news. So anyway, um, as Meredith is bragging about her state senator's accomplishments. Not Meredith. Angela. Oh, Angela. Sorry. Meredith is Angela. what comes up next. And she goes... Oh, yeah, you want to know what's bad? The teacher's union. And Angela's, like, already heard it all. And she's like, Meredith, not now. She already has her stock answer. Yeah. And she's like, then why, why don't you explain to me why my kid's 17 and still can't read? <laughs> well, that's when Ooh. Angela starts talking about how the senator is working on a bill to exterminate the geese at yeah. the park. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? It's just going to go through and have people, like, kill these geese. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. So now Ryan oh, walks yeah. in okay, yeah. and asks um, who the bartender is. And Oscar's like, there is none. You make your own drink, but I'll make it for you. And he orders this ridiculous drink. And Oscar's like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Excuse me. So then um, Ryan's like, fine, I'll stick with my mojito, which is a very strange drink to have at a Christmas party. And there's like all of them drinking those, Yeah, all of them are drinking. But um, Oscar goes to make the drink and he turns around and he faces Senator and we catch him checking out Ryan's ass. Yeah. And then Oscar kind of looks at the camera and it's like, oh, fuck. Gaydar confirmed. Yep. <laughs> so now uh, Jim and Pam are exchanging their gifts and no, Pam's wait, like... Wait, is that... Did yeah. I not write that down? Oh, okay, you're right. Yes, it is. Because yeah. so, Jim's all paranoid. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's, like, checking the ceiling tiles. Like, <laughs> yeah. thinks Dwight's going to pop down on him. So, um, he's, like... I mean, he's just, like, kind of cool, calm about the gift. And Pam opens it, and she's like, Is it Pebbles from the Beach in Jamaica? Because everything that Jim does is amazing. It's about a memory that yeah. he, like, finds, like, a sentimental gift. Yeah, yeah, like the pencil that they use for mini golf that one time. That fucking teapot full of shit. Yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. Um, And she opens it up, and it's a diamond bracelet. Yeah, big and time. And Jim's like, I am good at homemade gifts. Can't make that, though. <laughs> And uh, so then Pam's like crying and she's like, oh my God, I love it. And she, she <laughs> oh, gives... Bobby. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah. She gives Jim his gift and she like starts making excuses like, I didn't have a lot of time. I'm so sorry. It's just a placeholder. And do you notice how I'm purposely trying not to do that? I like, know. No, it's, I accent? wish you would. I wish you would because it's hilarious. <laughs> but um, he loves his comic book. He's like, that's my bike. That's me. And that's my daughter. Like, he's so happy about it. And or at least acting it. Yeah, he's a really good actor. <laughs> he doesn't like it. Um, so then we see Michael, like... Hold on. They show... Because there's a talking head where Jim doesn't say anything after he gets his gift. And he just goes... Ah. Like, what's that I, mean? Oh, see, I saw it, like... Because he kind of had, like, tears in his eyes almost. I thought he was and just he was like... like he's speechless. That's how I took it. See, I took it to be him going, I 
put something into it. Mm. She kind of mailed it in. Like, that's how I took it. I didn't take it like no? that. I took it as, like, he was, like, speechless. Well, we'll see in future episodes yeah. if it goes anywhere, I guess. True that. So now Michael leaves the party, and Pam chases after him. And then she, he's like, oh, you're going to you're gonna fall in all the snow. Don't do that. I heard a story about a woman who fell on ice. She went into a coma, and her husband visited her every single day until she died. And Pam's like, sweet story. Well, that's so sad. And he goes, at least she was married, <laughs> like through tears. And Pam just tries to calm him down and tell him, she tells him about the ultimatum that Holly's going to pull on uh, mm-hmm. old AJ up there. And basically, like, be patient, Michael. And that gives him a glimmer of hope that he's able to go back upstairs and he's a hunky, hunky-dory, <laughs> happy-go-lucky dude. So now Jim surrenders to Dwight, and Dwight rejects it. Mm-hmm. And he says the only way he'll accept the surrender is if Jim hits Pam in the face with a snowball while Dwight watches. <laughs> and Jim just goes, you're a psychopath. And he goes, I'll take that as a no. <laughs> so now Michael um, gifts Kelly... <clears throat> He says, I saw this in the mall, and it made me think of you, so I bought it for you at the mall. It's a Hello Kitty laptop bag. <laughs> yeah. And Kelly calls it out, calls him out. She's like, Michael, this is the gift that corporate gave you. And he goes, no, it's not. I bought it for you. And she wants to see the receipt. He doesn't have the receipt. He gives her, like, a fast food one. Yeah. She's, How many number nines do you order? God. <laughs> so now uh, Michael overhears Holly and AJ walking back to her desk. And he's like, nobody is really friendly here, huh? And she's like, it's been so much harder, blah, blah, blah. And he knows. Well, she blames on the Scranton Strangler yeah, case. Yeah, because of the case. They're all hung up. And um, Woody, or yeah, Woody. AJ goes like, oh, man, what happened to Woody? And Holly lies and says that he fell into a... Apparently she has a vat of blue cheese dressing <laughs> next yeah. to her fucking salad mm-hmm. that he fell in there. And that's why he smells. And uh, it gives Michael hope because she lies. Yeah, her, him and Kelly are like, ooh, listening on the other yeah. side of the wall. So now um, <clears throat> Jada gives Michael a hostess pie. And Michael says that's his favorite breakfast, which says so much. <laughs> um, and he then goes and dresses as Santa so that he can listen to Jada's Christmas list. And hi, Heidi. Holly kind of looks back and like sees him and she's like, Oh, he's such a good guy. Like a wistful moment while she's on the arm that's, that's a thing. of another dude. That's the thing you hear about. Now, you're a woman, so I'm going to ask you your opinion. Okay. I heard this is a thing that you hear about that women take notice when a guy is good with kids. Like, that's kind of a uh, an eye opener for them. Like, oh, this guy has a heart. I wouldn't he has say patience, an eye patience. opener, but I would say it definitely doesn't bode badly. It'd be a nod in their favor. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, you hear about, like, oh, that means they have patience. It means they have a big heart. It means they're, like, especially if if people want to have a family in the future, it's like, oh, he would be cool with that. Like, so, yeah, okay. I just wanted to see your opinion on it. Because that's something you hear about and you're like, well, I don't know how much of that is true. Yeah. No, but, like, well, you can tell it's what hits Heidi or Holly. Holly. (laughs) Holly's just like, ooh, Michael with a curl on his lap. Yeah, but, like, that's the thing. I wouldn't say that it's like, Oh my God, he's good with kids. That's the man of my dreams. But it definitely doesn't go against. No, but that's the thing is they're they're playing. Unless you don't want kids, then you're like fuck. Holly does apparently, even though she's close to (laughs) forty. But that's like really close to forty. That's one of those things though, where like the way they play it off on the show is that Heidi Holly Holly. sees Holly sees it and she was just like, oh yeah, her eyebrows go up. Yeah, "Hmm." yeah. So I didn't know if that was something that was like just a stereotype or what, you know. 
Yeah. I mean, maybe to a certain extent, but mm-hmm. it does, like I said, if you want kids and someday you want, like, someday you want kids and you see that, then it might be a good indicator of what Filed away like. for future use. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, our last thing is Jim and Pam are leaving the office. Jim looks like he's traumatized. Oh, he looks he like straight a, up looks like, like, like a war victim. Like, this is going to sound horrible. But you know those commercials where Sarah McLaughlin sings and you see the dogs? Yes. Oh, my does, God. Did Jim not yes. have the same... Like, yes. you see, like, a St. Bernard that got beaten up in those yeah. commercials? Jim had that same look in yeah. his eyes. Or, like, the chihuahua that's just Yeah, shaking. like, that's what he fucking looked yeah, like. Yeah, It does. was horrifying. It, it really was. Oh, my God. So he now, managed to, like, get that into his system. It, yes, it's, it's great amazing. acting when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's amazing. Horrible, I horrible love, They're shit, out at the elevator and the lights flicker and Jim's yeah. like, have you ever seen us do that? Like... <laughs> so paranoid at this point um they get downstairs and they walk outside there's like 20 uh identical snowmen to where dwight was hiding earlier mm-hmm. and pam is just like i'm so sorry <laughs> she didn't know it was like this <laughs> she didn't know it was this bad she thought he was overreacting all day and they like just make a run for the car mm-hmm. jim starts using his umbrella and his bag to knock them over and pam's just like oh my god what's happening He's like, run to the car. <laughs> he's murdering. This is it. Yeah, he's like stabbing, stabbing them. them. He's going Oswald Cobblepot <laughs> on these fucking things with his umbrella. Fucking amazing. He's <laughs> knocking them over. And then you see him not like killing, like literally stabbing his umbrella. If Dwight was inside head. of it, Dwight would be dead. Dead. <laughs> and he's stabbing this one snowman that's right by their car. And then you see it. And Dwight is standing on the roof of the building just watching. With an overcoat with a and a huge scarf. smile Looking on like a face. Bond villain right? or something. And he does it talking, and he's just like, in the end, the greatest snowball isn't a snowball after all. It's fear. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. Just like Moe's with that shirt that said fear on it. <laughs> get in the coffin. <laughs> but yeah, that's where that What'd one... What'd you give it, this one, dude? I give it a 4.3. I give it a 4.8. We're that high, wow. I thought For it was For an 18-minute episode? Yeah. I thought, I mean, what I was thought your favorite it was part? almost perfect. Honestly... The whole snowball thing, like just the way it escalated, and it wasn't anticlimactic. Mm-mm. They are so, it's so typical of them to like almost give you your tease like five minutes before the episode ends. Mm-hmm. And this one, it was up until the very last. J- John Krasinski had an amazing <laughs> performance in this episode. Horrible shit. Like, it was just amazing. <clears throat> I lo- honestly, I loved it all. I'm going to be honest. So. The Jim Dwight thing for the two episodes stood out to me the most. Because yeah. they, this was almost like Rod Serling wrote this episode from the Twilight Zone. <laughs> because if you, if you go back and you watch some of those old Twilight Zone episodes, and a lot of them are based on human nature, the human experience, how people perceive things. It's not all like supernatural witches and aliens yeah. and stuff like that. It's A lot of it is actually deep, deeply psychological. Yeah. Because Rod Serling served in war... He knew how people were. He knew how people reacted to certain things. Mm-hmm. And there's there's one episode in particular where they have a bomb shelter. And it's like the, all these people in like the 1950s like community. Yeah. They're having a birthday party. And woo, the air raid siren starts going off. Everybody runs to their homes. The only guy in the area, though, there's only one with a shelter. And he only has stuff for his family, yeah. his wife and his kid. And they're putting stuff down there. And he's like, you guys should have been prepared. I was preparing this whole time. And these people are like freaking out. They're trying to use like, what about us? You're going to let us die and all that. Yeah. And they're trying to, they break it down. But then finds out it's a false alarm. And then you're like, how are these people going to pick up the pieces? They destroyed their friendships. They were almost at each other's throat, killing each other. 
And then they're like, oh, well, we'll pay for it. We'll have a block party and raise money and shit. But, like, you saw who they were as real savages in yeah. crunch time. This is that. This yeah. is Dwight using fear. And Jim, Jim is searching under fucking ceiling <laughs> tiles. He is looking at the, at the elevator like, what's going on? He can't walk out. He can't see it. He's going to see a snowman for the next three months in yeah. Scranton and have PTSD. Yep. And that is like, it, it's actually deeper than just a comedy show. And Dwight, like, one thing at the end, it's fear. Mm-hmm. And I, I, in 2020, whether you turn on the news or you go yeah. on social media, it's all fear. And it's not just, I'm not just saying the, ne- the news is propagating fear, although if it bleeds, it leads. Uh, I'm saying that people have been infiltrated with fear. Yeah. And that they are lashing out. People who are neighbors and good friends are lashing out at each other now. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, so, <laughs> that's what, like, stood out to me when this, I wasn't even, like, going to talk about the episode. It was just, like, the psychological effects of this show yeah. are just, like, holy shit. It, it's like, amazing. It, it hit me like a ton of fucking bricks. And I don't get high. I don't get Holly. I don't get Yeah. But why, first of all, AJ drove eight hours. At least. Yeah. At least. Drove eight hours here for what? You know. So she could Nothing. so she could go give him an ultimatum, tell him to fuck off. Yeah. Although I guess we'll get to that next week. Yep. But like everything, like the stuff with Daryl and his kid was cool. I like mm-hmm. that. I like that there wasn't like a big. How do I put it? Like everybody Pam was Andy, like in harmony at the end. Well, no, no, that Pam and Andy didn't save the day for him. That yeah. he found something simple that him and his daughter could do yep. for fun. That exactly. he solved solved it himself. I like that. Yeah. Uh, the Jim Pam stuff was awesome. Michael. Michael was okay. <laughs> Nothing crazy. Yeah. But, like, this show overall, I really enjoyed it. And yeah. Oscar getting nugs. And Toby being... <laughs> the senator's gay. Possibly. We're burying the lead there. Right? The, like... the fact that that is definitely going to go places. I, I spe- just love how Oscar's like, he's got a great handshake, he's got great politics, he's totally gay. Um, you know, he's great. Killer blah, smile. Blah. Yeah. <laughs> and so... Obviously, since him and Angela hate each other, that is going to come to... I don't know when, but that's going to come to a head, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm so excited to watch you watch this. Oh, I can't wait. I'm actually... <laughs> after season six, I want to give up. Season seven has been a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I can't believe it. And, I mean, I've seen an episode or two from season nine. I know it's going to get bad, but for now, I'm enjoying the ride, man. Yes. So, what, so do you want to talk about anything else? Uh, no, that's all I had. But for next week... We have episode 13, Ultimatum, and episode 14, The Seminar. Ultimatum, there it is. Yep. All right, guys, so we'll be back next Monday uh, with the show. Uh, but before then, why don't you share the show around? Why don't you tell people about us? Why don't you tell your friends, your family, your acquaintances, your coworkers, whomever? Let them know you like us. Yeah. And write a five-star review yeah, if le- you want. Please, leave a five-star review on whatever app you listen to. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Podcast. Follow back. We will follow you, or We're follow us, whores. we will follow you back. We're follow whores. And if you have longer form uh, communication, hit us up on email at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. Thanks, guys, uh, as always, for all of your support. Absolutely. Oh, and subscribe to the Ginny Position feed where you can find us each and every Monday as well as other great shows throughout the week. Woo-hoo. So uh, we'll catch you all on down the road. All right. Thanks, guys.